Dylan playing Fable Frost, the Ice Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer, with a secret new level in something else tonight. Mm. Hi, I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Knight Crafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. I'm Matthew, and I'm playing Clever Stitch, the Tabaxi Arcane Archer. Hi, everybody. I'm Eric, and I'm playing Sorak, the Aarakocra Horizon Walker Ranger. Howdy, y'all. This is Maz. I'm playing Tauroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. All right. Before we get into tonight's adventure, we do have a couple of quick announcements. Who wants to tell us about Norse Foundry, our sponsors for this uh, adventure? Norse Foundry? You mean the people who make dice and all dice accoutrement that you could possibly want? They're our friends. They're yours. Use, uh, <laughs> they can make anything that you need for your D&D uh, table. They make dice, um, giant fuck-off dice. They make uh, gemstone dice. They make metal dice. They make everything. Um, so be sure to stop on over by Norse Foundry. Oh, God, you couldn't see this the entire time. Uh, be able to stop on by Norse Foundry and use the code REPRPG. Again, that's R-E-P-R-P-G to save you 15% off of your entire purchase, um, which can really be a decent chunk of change whenever you fuel your dice addiction like you surely have. Um, so make sure to use that code to be able to save you a little bit of money and support the channel while you're doing it. That's it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for being here. Are there any other announcements we need to make? Uh, looks like I'm getting a bunch of no's. And all right, well, let's get into tonight's adventure, shall we? Our adventure takes place in the lands of Lickdracht. They are lands of myth, of legend. They are lands more and more of fate and destiny. Recently, our heroes, the archivists, have aided a... Well, aided and then foiled a... Um, kind of foiled a heist into the library the actual founding social club where uh, mages since the days of ancient yore had uh, compiled spells uh, very much the same way a library might uh, you you loan a spell you take a spell sort of like uh, give a penny take a penny but uh, but with magic it was a, uh, a network and a practice from the ancient days in which no individual spellcaster was perhaps strong enough to reach the heights of, of ninth or, or ninth level magic or beyond. And so this is an, an old solution. Um, the individual that they had uh, attempted to aid and then foil uh, was Radovid, a uh, dragonkin from seemingly the city of Draconopolis. Uh, they stopped his uh, what is it? Um, simulacrum. There it is. They stopped his simulacrum from stealing, walking away with a dragon horn. But they know that that was not the only thing that uh, Radovid had gone in there looking for. Um, where those other items and artifacts are is unknown at this time. Um, they also have discovered something of the root of um, the city of Caradion's magic to hold dragons at bay. 
And so this is where we are going to pick up our adventure uh, just at the end of Clever Stage Treasure and uh, Fable's Evening. We have Tauroth and Sorak. Um, now you guys weren't able to make it into the uh, actual vault of the library, but there was still plenty of information and books and, and uh, alchemical theories and things like that to be found and uh, absconded with. That's probably the best way um, to, to describe that. Well, that dice is gone. Um, so, during the heist, uh, what would I would like Tauroth and Sirach, if you guys would both make me... I'll give you an option. You can take an investigation check or... If you would like a specific lore check uh, that is relevant to what you are looking for, you may make that test. Um, and we're, this is just going to kind of truncate and, and help us grab what what information you were able to to get out with. So. All right, I just did an investigation which was an 18. 18, okay. And what information are you looking for, Sirach? There we go. Um, I'm thinking information in regards to um, planes, planar travel. Um, I know I have the uh, so, yeah, that's good. Uh, in more information into the inner workings of the cube that I have. Okay. And yes. its uh, connection with planar travel. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Um, Tauroth, what do you got? Well, looks like um, anything that I might have been interested in probably doesn't exist because I rolled a natural one. Ooh. So that's a total of a nine total of time what were you looking for um mostly just books about like uh natural magics primal magics stuff like that okay yeah that that is relatively rare in in this particular library uh so you're probably not going to come up with with uh a lot there but uh so rock do me a favor roll me a percentile. All right, that comes up to 59. All right. Almost nice, but not quite. Okay. Um, so... What I will say is that you you do find that there is uh, ways for you to there are essentially formulas that you can make use that will allow you to attune your your cube uh, to other planes without having to travel there. Um, there are sort of these uh, let's just call them phone numbers for lack of any any uh, websites I guess Ad addresses planar address that you can essentially program into the cube um, 
you... I'm Because you rolled a 59, I'm going to say that you get... Let's round it up. 6 out of 10, 60% of one plane that you are interested in traveling to. So, what plane is that? So, I'm going to go with, because we already have the Feywild and the Prime Material plane on there. Yes. And we also have, uh, yeah, so we have those two. So I'm going to go with the Elemental Plane of Air. Okay. As, as you sh- rightfully should, given any of your character at all. <laughs> And then I'm also going to see about, um, like, messing around with those formulas and seeing if I can instill them on a uh, much more localized on me type area. I don't understand what you mean by that. It's a new thing that I get at level 11. What? What is that? It's the, um, I It is the distance strike ability, and so... In between my two attacks, I can teleport 10 feet between the attacks. Awesome. Sounds very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, Is there anything else during the heist that you guys need to accomplish or get set up? Well, uh, talking to Treasure about it beforehand, once Tauroth was able to get inside, her exact words were, if it's not nailed down, take it. If it is nailed down, take the nails and take everything. All right. That is very explicit. So at this point, if Tauroth is trying to look for things... He just ended up with a bag of nails at that point. I feel like he got halfway through... And just, she said, take the nails. Well? <laughs> uh, remind me, Clarissa's treasure and or fable, you guys had yes. ended up with some value, gold value worth of yes. things. We ended up taking, it was a lot, um, I think after the 8k that we owed uh, Tui, mm-hmm. we still got like 25,000 like 25, gold worth. Yeah, okay. And that wasn't even including some of the magic items and stuff that we had gotten. I believe it was exactly 2,500 gold worth um, because Not- I... Yeah, that's that like the exact number, actually. It was not an approximation. Yeah. It was that. Yeah, 25,000. 25,000. It fits. It scans like 96,000. It's just not as impressive. <sighs> okay. Um, Tauroth, uh, first off, why don't you roll me a percentile? All right, I'm going to give the online dice roller one more chance to behave. Fifteen. Fifteen. Let's see. Uh, One question that I would have, would I have borrowed the group's bag of holding to do this, or was there a bag of holding in the library to take, or...? 
It was it was the groups because we explicitly knew not to take bags of or that Sarai knew not to take her bag of holding because they were going to be scanning her for magic items. Yes. So she did not have her bag of holding. I did. I still did have the haversack because I wasn't going in there at the same time. Yeah. How many bags do you guys have total? Is it just the one and the haversack? Yeah. Yes. Correct. Now okay. we were told for for DM question regarding um, bag of holding even has that's not infinite space in there. Um, Correct. He did mention specifically when he was telling us raid get whatever you like. He did mention bags of holding as a potential like thing that we could do. They just have them there. Should we should we have grabbed one or told Talroth to grab one? To use a, a them Tyroth, bag. Tyroth would not have would been not have in known. the vault. Okay, so let's not worry he, about that. Those would not have been available to him. There were lock boxes. There were, um, yeah, there there were lock boxes. I think that I did say there were some bags of holding. Mm-hmm. Um, no one seemed interested in taking them. No, because we have that. We don't need to each have our own. I feel like so. Sure. Yeah, I'm good. So, so as far as I understand, no one explicitly took any any of them. If you would like to go back and say that you did, we're gonna. No, I'm good. Okay. Just well, making sure. That, yeah. That's fine. I didn't want to have sure. lost out on a, a good opportunity you as a DM were trying to give us if like we needed I, to have taken money. I mean, so. yeah. I mean, it's there if you want to use it you can use it but right. if not you don't have to so all right so Tauroth, uh i'm going to say that your your floorboards are worth uh 3750 uh accoutrement but uh what i am going to say is that because it is in the public space of the of the library uh we're going to treat the Plates, wall sconces, ever-burning candles, books, directories, uh, chair backs, uh, linens, um, probably a fire poker or two, right? Like, like all of that, all of those things that you, that you grab are essentially um, uh, stolen goods. They're hot. They're hot on the street. They're hot. Find a good middleman or don't sell them immediately. <laughs> so, yes. Um, so, the you, you know, the individual value of them might go up or down depending on where you are, where you're selling them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, if you use these things or wear them or try to sell them in town, odds are that you are going to have, um, that you will be Stopped. sussed out. Sussed out. <sighs> so... Well, it's a good thing I have to give the bag of holding back to Sarai. There <laughs> you go. Take, get it away. <laughs> Wise. Cool. Oh, one thing I will do, even though I know the intention of what treasure meant, I will get a small bag of nails together just to hand over to her. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Yes, please. Thank you. What is D&D if not careful manipulation of the understanding? Honestly. Right? Absolutely. Mm. So, you guys uh, make your way through your heist um, and have come out the other side. 
slightly more knowledgeable and slightly more uh, enriched than when you went out. How quickly would you guys like to pick up your adventure? The same night, the following day, days later. Um, it is it is the first, uh, the high stakes place on the day. So the following day would be the first of Apex. So the the summer solstice, longest day of the year. The I think in order to answer that, yeah. um, for clarification, mm-hmm. and yeah. just to kind of sum up some of the things that we learned from the heist, mm-hmm. please, in regards please to the bells. Yes. yes. Um, I know that we learned that originally, whenever they were made, that um, Gyron, mm-hmm. I think his name was, made some items. Uh, he made some harmonic devices that started the bubble and it was i think there was a staff that activated the bells but i could be misremembering or just have hallucinated that so um is that correct (laughs) or do we have in our possession right now the information to be able to just go back to the forge and set up the anti-dragon. And be like, bam, hits the Arknet, just shoot it past the Ozone and it will be fine. (laughs) Yeah, like, do we have the schematics for some things that we can hand to dwarves and say, you're crafty, build it, mate. So so you do not. Fuck. Okay. Um, That makes sense. That's not an easy, this didn't feel like an easy fix. It didn't, you know. (laughs) I need to be fair, a a heist on the most, (laughs) on the the Longest day of the year. Yeah, wasn't necessarily easy either. But yes. <laughs> um. So so you don't. Yeah, you don't have. Um, you don't have the schematics. Uh, you didn't really know. If, maybe if you had gone in there. Apologies. That's maybe okay. if you had gone in there knowing what you were looking for, you could have looked for and found the schematics. But you did roll well, and so you did get some. Uh, some good information. Um, the yeah, so the the dragons. Uh, so the name that you were given, I believe, was the dragon. Was the wizard Gyron? It was the dragon. dragon. He was Gyron a dragon. the Great, yeah. Gyron old the great. as fuck dragon that took pity on the small folk and said, "Here's how yes. you deal with my people." <laughs> yes. So, yeah, um, yeah, it is, Gairon Ramord would be the full name, Gairon Ramord, um, and he had, yes, so he did have a, uh, a great magical staff, um, the staff was because so you you not twenty this if I'm not mistaken. There was I there was a not twenty at some point. Somewhere. I don't remember yeah. whose, but there yeah. was some high rolls. <laughs> yeah, there was. Um, that is okay. Um, so 
I will say that the um, the information that you have with Gyron and his um, his staff is the staff um, for the enchantment that could repel or or um, attract the dragons. You guys knew this. You found that out last week. The other thing that I can tell you about the staff is it is um, required. Part of it is required to um, to make the bells. And so you could probably get get just the, the, the legendary like lord up of of how the bells were made from like any of the regular libraries or, or books mm. around mm -hmm. for the city's okay. history. You know. Um, the You do have a dragon orb. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Which, as of right now, we know can attract mm -hmm. dragons. We're assuming that he was using it because he they are trying to get back, they are trying to break back in, they are trying to reclaim space, and he was like, everybody come. But we don't know, officially, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, that was us or guessing. Th or that he was going to take it back to Dragonopolis and use it to, like... A massive army. <laughs> yeah, either, either, well, which begs the question then, who, we were under the assumption that this person was already important enough that they could have amassed an army without it. Like, this to me Possibly. feels more like a flare gun, but we don't actually know if he's important enough to warrant that kind of response. Well, either he or the person that he was working for yes, are maybe. called the Prince of Fang and Claw. Maybe that's who we should do research on. So, well, I think first we should finish. No, at some point. I don't mean fortune. right now. I mean, yeah. I'm going to laugh if we're like doing all this work to protect ourselves. And it's like some second cousin who actually has no power. And everyone's like, oh, my God, that's just the guy who calls himself a fucking prince. Yeah, that's like, just Larry. That's just Larry. <laughs> He's just crazy. Like, he <laughs> thinks he invented tinfoil. Like, yeah, like, I don't like. But I'll love it. Like, don't don't not do that on my account, Cody. Um, it's just that's just. I'm sorry, I ruined everything. I ruined no, the whole show. No. I broke it. Um, no. Um, what? Yeah. So what I'm gonna say is that uh, you guys have a lot of base information. You could do some go talk to some friends that you've made about Gyron. Mm -hmm. uh, you can ask them about this Prince of Fang and Claw. Mm -hmm. uh, you can. Ask about the um, the staff of Gyron, right? Mm -hmm. And what other big information did you guys kind of? Well, grab? first things first, we got to pay off Thule, don't we? We already we did. did. We essentially. Oh, well, yeah. well, you can't. We can also back up to the point where you go to Thule yeah. and and ask her questions, um, in regards to to all of these people. And yeah. We also could Tui. abandon all of this for our new career in drag. Um, it's, we were very well received. 
We all have names recognition now. We've we've got an act. Hell Hidge yeah. will rise again. Hidge will never <laughs> die. Forever Pidge. Forever Pidge. Oh my god. That's the name of the show now. Not Disasters, but our drag show. Yeah. For Feather And Pidge. can we, out of curiosity, can we see if our um, if our artificer friend uh, is doing well enough to possibly give us a little bit of insight into these bells and their making and the staff and you know, if he's uh, he's definitely feeling less octopus on the brain, which is a good thing. But is he like conscious? Less octopus on the brain, not yeah. no octopus yeah. on the brain. <laughs> yeah, he he's conscious enough. You're asking about um, Professor. Um, what was it? The professor and his daughter, because I it is slipping my mind today. <laughs> You guys have it written down somewhere. Grizz has it written down somewhere. Yeah. Or Tom might. The new kids that take <laughs> notes. Well, uh, Meg might have it as well. Message them. I've got, yep. yeah. Who are we asking about really fast? The professor. Uh, professor and his daughter. Yep. <laughs> you know, Professor Otto Octavius. Wrong, Professor. We do not want to ask that one very many questions. Got it, got it, got it. Hear me out, though. We could ask him questions. (laughs) I think that would be a very unique blend to the world. Next time on Into the Disasterverse. Um, That's how we bring the Marvel Universe into the Disasters and Danger Universe. And then that's how our next campaign starts. They are the legends. They are the gods. They've been sucked back into medieval land. And everyone thinks Iron Man is a deity. Which I'm sure he'd love. Uh, so, yeah, once you guys have that information, you can absolutely go and talk to, to them. They are a, uh, a good resource as well. You guys have a lot of friends in this town. And you Yay. have a lot of resources that you can go and ask people about. So where do you want to begin? Yay, friends. That's where I'd like to begin. Yay, friends. Okay. Um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think who would have the most untainted, unpolluted information about the possibility of looking up what we need to do next with this orb or with the step or whatever. Like I, there's people who will know it legend-wise, and, like, there were stories about this, but even Fable knows that not every story means it's true. So maybe someone who has actual research. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure which one would be best. My point. Honestly, that's kind of why I thought of the professor, because he's, he works for the college, so I was thinking then purely sure. academic. Then fucking sure. For research purposes, I'm writing a paper. And I need to know a lot of details about this without telling you that I have it. Because that's the other thing. If he came in to steal it and we stole it from him, it belongs in the library. We can't let them know we have it. It belongs, belongs in, in a, a museum. museum. Thank you. That is what I was going to say. 
It felt right. It felt right and wrong all at the same time. Um, because if this becomes Indiana Jones, I won't hate it. Um, but I honestly, it's just that I um, asking the wrong person could set up some flags. However, mm, okay, I'm gonna say some words. What are the chances we can ask one of the criminals? Like, hey. We saw him try to take this thing. It got sucked up into a whatever. We couldn't find it again. We don't have it. But what was it? Do you know? Did he say what he was planning on doing? Like, maybe one of the people who he works with more than once. Maybe now that we've seen it, we've been a part of the heist. And it's not our fault it didn't go well, as far as they can tell. Maybe. Especially the ones who maybe weren't even there. Maybe they will know something. They're less likely to turn us in, also, if it happens about that we have it. But I'd like to not let them know we have it. Thoughts? Okay, good idea. We're getting some good idea-ish. We're getting some some yeah. casual, some some commitment and some non-committal. All right, it won't get us killed immediately. Vibes. I mean, that's no, fine. it'll it'll get us it'll get us goddamn murked. But let's go with but it. Like, I love let's it. Fucking oh do well, it. great. And the fact <laughs> that you didn't say murdered means you are out of the campaign now. I have to. We have to kill the rock next because that was it, uh, that was an unacceptable time to miss the pun. You know? Unacceptable. I mean, does it at least counteract because I got the Indiana Jones in there? Can it at least balance Actually, it out? Actually, yes. Indy will buy you a, a credit, I feel like. <laughs> sort of like the thing where, like, you, you go work out for half an hour, but then you're like, now I can have ice cream? Yes. That's exactly what it is. Thank you. And that said, I mean... Tuli knows enough about this guy that she might know something about it. She seems really in the know. We could ask her, right? Yeah, absolutely. We were, yes, the arcanist from the Mind Flayers were covered yet. We were, th Andrew's here. Um, oh, hi. We were, just, we were just trying to figure out, hey, since you're in the chat, you get a vote. Your character's technically here. Um, <laughs> listen, this is how this kind of game works. Sometimes they are able to yep. pop up in chat for 10 minutes and, ask, and answer questions. Yep. Um, we think that he might be able to be spoken to honestly that is a good idea um but sans arcanist um definitely one of the other criminals or we talk to both parties and see what we can get so yeah so fuck it let's start with the arcanist also do you remember the name of the professor andrew while you're here thank you let go the Arcanist? The doctor that that was fixing people's brains? That guy? He asked the Arcanist we saved from the Mind Flayers. Oh, that's a professor. Got it. Good, yeah, yes. okay, we're on the same what, uh, exact same page they're then, the same great. Person. Just yeah, making sure. Do you remember his person. name? Perhaps. We gotta pick, is Mendez. Uh, yes, is Mendez. Ha ha! Andrew for the win! <laughs> There you go. Heyo. And the awesome. daughter was Sora. And Megan for the win. They've got this shit. We're yep. ready. <laughs> Coming oh, in with no. the assists. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, team. Nice. <laughs> good team effort. If you aren't on our Discord, you should be, folks. It's a good time. All right. So, uh, is that where you're starting with the with the Arcanist? Uh, yeah. Why not? Okay. Um, 
you going right after the heist or are you waiting till the next day? I think the next day, I think we need long rest and to lay low. We shouldn't be going okay. anywhere. We should go be going back to our hotel as though we were there all night with an alibi and fucking wait. And overnight, some of us have learned some new skills. Sound, sounds good. Sure. These are skills that you guys have been working on. Actually, yes, I have been. You have been in the city. Um, and just for some reason today, things are going to start clicking a little bit for you, which is nice. Sometimes uh, you you put in all the effort and then you ignore it for a day or so. And sometimes you come back and, and things just sort of start start snapping up together. And that is essentially how I view this particular set of leveling up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You make you you guys make your way to the uh, to the Arcanist's house with his daughter, um, be, having been recently released over the past few days while you guys have been planning your heist and poisoning people and doing all of all of the other fun things that you guys uh, were able to do in the recent days. You would you like to wait till evening? The following evening, would you like to go for brunch, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, dinner? I like like brunch. I was about to say, brunch seems like the least of the skeevy potential meals. Okay. Skeevy potential meals. Nothing, nothing at all, at all unusual (laughs) about just some friends going to see a buddy at brunch. No red flags at all. It's the least offensive meal of the day. It's not even a real (laughs) meal. It's it's casual as fuck. Yeah. No murders have ever been planned over a brunch. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so you guys make your way to the Arcanist's home. Uh, Sarah is, is with him because he's fresh out of brain, spine, uh, surgery, and all the other nonsense that you guys essentially did, did with and for him. Um, as you come to the door, she's the one that answers, and she sort of Oh, uh, are you all, you guys doing okay? Um, dad just got home a couple of days ago. He's, uh, I mean, he's not a hundred percent, but if you'd like to see him, you're welcome to. Yeah, that was the hope to see how he's doing. Nothing else Um, at all untoward. (laughs) Well, now that you've said that. (laughs) Fuck. In and out of character voice. God damn it, Caitlin. Um, but, okay. Yeah, come come on in. Um, and so she does... She does go to, to invite you guys in. And... Leads you through the house. Some of you have seen it through the vision state. Um, and are, and some of you have been here before. Uh, and so she leads you to the dining area, that slightly larger dining table. And there is the Arcanist, uh, Ismenidus, who is, um, <clears throat> he's got, like, he never looked like an old man before, but he's definitely got, like, he, they, she has bundled him within an, an inch of his life. He's got like the shawl on, and he's got a blanket over his over his legs, and he's got like a a robe 
that's wrapped up tight and then sort of a, a, a uh, snuggie, right? So his hands are, are kind of free, but you see she's got like mittens on him. And um, and if you look at him for, for any real length of time, you can, it's like he's just sweating underneath all of that. Like it's summer, but she's treating him like he's uh, like he's a grandpa and, and dying. Um, to be and, fair, that is how you treat people who have just recovered from mind flare posts up. Like, <laughs> I would bundle any one of you and not let you touch anything, including yourselves. For um, And, well, and, and he is, <clears throat> he is bird and etoed. Um, <laughs> so as you guys make your way in, he, he sort of, he's like, no, really, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I don't need an, oh, Friends, hello, and and he stands up and sort of starts casting off the the layers of uh, of heat that have been hoisted uh, upon him. Um, pl- uh, please come in, come in, sit. Uh, so I was just helping me with uh, a bit of dinner, uh, breakfast. She's like, "That's why you have to be bundled. You don't even know what time of day it is." He's like, "I know, I know what time of day it is." Fine. Very well. Time is a construct uh, and you can eat any meal at any time. I stand by that as someone who slept during the day and was awake and working at night for most of my childhood. So, time is very relative. Him not knowing what time it is is not the worst. Um, here, uh, would you... Sarah, would you mind? Alright, fine. She heads off into the kitchen and... Uh, you smell a bit of burning. Uh, you get the feeling she's probably not the best cook, but she is working on on breakfast or brunch, however it was. Some of it smells good, some of it smells burnt. Um, but she's still she's still piecing it together, right? So, um, so uh, I'm I mean I'm I'm feeling well. You all look. Relatively fine. What? What can I do for you? Um, we came to uh to talk about some kind of uh. Well, we've got some. Let's call them scholarly interests. We'd like to discuss with you. All right. We were recently. We were recently in a sticky sort of situation. And uh, you don't need the entire story because then you'd be here all day or night or whatever time you think it is or whatever time it might actually be. But um, we kind of saw, came across something that um, you might know about um, and she'll try to describe it as though she just saw him putting it together and realized what it was. And I think Treasure was the one who actually realized what it was. Um, And uh, you're below me in Zoom, you're... You're over there in, in Discord, I just realized. Or in OBS, I just realized. Um, uh, and so trying to make it, A, for themselves, but B, so as to not implicate this man in harboring fugitives. Um, she'd like to very much make it seem, allegedly, we saw something. If we'd seen this thing, don't know where it is or what happened. But, like, how would it work? What might someone want to do with it? Blah. That. Mm-hmm. I apologize. You're okay. Would you would you repeat that for me? 
Yes. Um, making it seem very much as though it is a, uh, a third party. We happened to see this thing. Okay. Not mentioning that they still, that they have it. Um, right. What might someone want to do with something like that? Should we be concerned if one of these is out in the world? Can it be used to harm or help? What is it for? How does it work? That the the dragon orb specifically. The dragon orb specifically, and extra pieces, and like, if someone was trying to steal this, maybe they'll be trying to steal something else next. Should we go protect it? Sure. I.e., do okay. we need another piece? Do you know where it is? Like, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. But all okay. while not making it sound like unless things change, like we just have it in our pocket right now. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what I would like you to do okay. is make a. We'll give you the choice, uh, persuasion or deception. Cool. Or yeah, so those two. Um, as you're as you're having this conversation, it is essentially your attempt to persuade him that you don't have it, or or just deceive him that that this is pure. Why am I? It's purely yeah. hypothetical. Why? Mm-hmm. Like... Right. So it, it's you know because there there's lots of ways that people ask questions and you're like oh right we're talking about you. Asking for a friend. To... That friend is you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I am friend. I am uh, so friend. So trying to essentially throw him off of that that trail. Even if I'm not doing it well, I want to always phrase things in hypotheticals. Even if he yeah. knows, I'd like sure. to always make them hypothetical. And, and you absolutely do. That That is... That oh my is god. Done and done. I'm sorry, folks. Um... That is a four plus seven in deception. Okay. So 11, 11 to okay. deceive. So I'm not, I, while speaking in hypotheticals the whole damn way, he probably still understands what I actually am saying. That's fine, but she thinks she's very clever. Sure, sure, absolutely. I'm real pretty, if he, it's fine. If he does, he doesn't, he doesn't let on. Great. That. He, he doesn't he doesn't blow up your spot right um so that's a that is a very rare um, piece you know a lot of different magical items have sort of bounced around from from the university and uh, in and out of it we we've the institution has been lucky enough to do a, a fair amount of research on um, distant and powerful items. And the city itself has a bit of history uh, with and, and surrounding dragons. Um, my family, my lineage isn't exactly tied to it here. But being a professor has afforded me some opportunities to look into uh, a few different pieces, and and I actually do know a little bit about this piece, uh, specifically because I, I did some research with it uh, when I was, as I've been working on my, my psychic network, right, and its capacity to communicate information, uh, one over great distances, but also with, um, without words, right, and, and sort of the shared memories. It was a bit of a dead end, specifically on, for my research. It was a bit rudimentary, as it were. But I do know I do know a bit about about the orbs. 
Um, the number of orbs is uh, a little up to debate. Um, there is... It is pretty well accepted that at some point there were at least five orbs. Um, one for every widely believed chromatic type of dragon. Some people propose that there were at least ten orbs, one for each chromatic and metallic. Um, although metallic orbs specifically, we don't have any record of making its way through the city. The number of orbs that still exist, kind of up in the air. And even if there is no metallic orb, there is, we believe, some form of metallic dragon counterpart. Essentially does almost the exact same thing, but focuses on um, on the metallic dragons as opposed to the chromatic ones. The orbs are... a holdover from older days, from days when um, dragons were much more prevalent uh, throughout the lands of Lindrocht and older and further. Um, so, what do they do? Um, well, they confer upon the, the wielder of them some abilities, uh, as far as being able to detect, uh, magic and dragons at, uh, a variety of distances. There is the tel telepathic portion. There is a telepathic call for uh, ultraconic creatures within about 40 miles. Now, the orbs that we've seen were primarily focused on uh, chromatic ones. And while for the chromatics it is compulsory, for the draconics it's still a call that they that is heard and might be answered more out of curiosity or ire than out of um, out of compulsion right the it's a no dragon that's ever experienced the call of the dragon orb has ever admitted to being um, let's say compelled to attack its wielder um, but whether it's charm or anything like that, or just them being quite pissed off about their existing an item that can summon them, um, they tend to have a very hostile approach to the dragon orbs. Now, what can one do with it? Um, they say with multiple orbs, it uh, becomes more compulsory that you're not simply calling the dragons but you gain the ability to command them uh, it becomes tougher for them to resist or impossible potentially and so that is 
one of the reasons that the orbs were separated out and split up. Um, each orb by itself, very powerful. And so, between wielders being defeated by dragons, or presuming their abilities were greater than they were, or just them being hidden away, um, most of these orbs have kind of slipped legend um, now the orbs themselves do have a deep connection with deep telepathic connection with dragon kind so if you were a skilled enough artificer or inclined enough devious enough you could take other Telepathic focused items, uh, artifacts, or eldritch machines, and perhaps use a dragon orb to focus it and essentially gain the benefits of, of multiples of them without having multiples of them. Um, there's a number, even just having a font of power place where the planes coalesce or where the ley lines uh, converge could be used to enhance something like that um, might be dangerous might be odd but that's the practical purposes of the of the orb of dragon kind now mythologically the dragons believe that they are um, the that the children of um, the spirits of the worm king and his bride reside within the orbs, and um, and that is what gives them their their mighty power over the variety of dragons. So. Does that answer... Was Is that what you were looking for? In a way. Actually. Can... Uh, I want to be meta so bad. Instead, I'm going to ask if Fable can roll a history check. Sure. Merely on the merely the only reason I'm 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 even having her roll this is because traveling circus. So she's traveled a lot of mm -hmm. places. So may therefore have gone to that place where all the fucking ley lines are and heard rumors about shit. Fuck. Ley lines converge in multiple. No, places. I know, but we know the in, uh, yeah. but for past game, past stream, yeah. past everything, and yes, Cody does do great narration in the eye. Thank you. It is correct. He's very good at this. Um, we love him. Um, and uh, so I I rolled a 10, uh, so I know nothing. But it's just the Caitlin's brain goes, oh, my God, it's the Crow King's forest. We have to go there with the dragon orb and he's going to take over the world. Like, I freak out. I'm like, we've dealt with these places before where the magic is weird. No. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a 10. Um. <laughs> Yes, Tauroth. 
I was going to say with Talrod's archaeology and all the study of history he's done with, well, before with what he was looking for, maybe he might have come across something. So could I try a history check? Make a history check, yeah. Fifteen. Okay. Anybody else feel like they have a, a good enough reason to attempt this? I doubt Sorak and Clever Stitch. What do you got, Clever Stitch? So really it would just be because the Tabaxi and especially his tribe were so nomadic. Okay. That there is just a possibility, not even in a, ooh, I've been there before, but more in a like we don't go there because that's the scary magic place. Don't you dare ever, you stupid child. <laughs> you know, like that's sure. the dark lands. The sun doesn't touch there. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everywhere the sun touches. Exactly. Exactly. That's Oakland. Oh, listen. <laughs> Apologies to anyone that lives in Oakland. That's a. Don't apologize to them. They're either used to it or they've moved out of Oakland. <laughs> there you go. Um. Treasure, did you have uh, so clever stitch? Go ahead and make your make your history check. It was a ten. A ten? That's fine. Um, treasure, is there? Were you going to make an attempt here? I, I don't know that I would know a whole lot about the ley lines themselves, but sure. as far as like legendary items or any connections this may have, or even some of the dragon clients, some of my parents may have dealt with dragon kind outside in jail in our size. So whatever kind of connection I could make aside from the ley lines, more so in the item and its uses and anything else that may have to do with it. I'd like to make a history check there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Not terrible. Uh, 17 altogether. 17 all together got it um all right let's go through these i'm not gonna say like in order but um yeah i guess i guess in the in the vaguest order that we that we did um there so um fable you don't know the stories, uh, but what you do know is this. Um, there is, you recognize the, the name or the moniker, at the very least, of the Worm King. Um, it, it comes up in, uh, in the Republic's myths, the Republic stories, right? And you guys were in a college town, uh, ostensibly yeah. a history and archaeology town. Yeah. You know, so. Um, but you don't necessarily know know the details of it. Um, Tauroth, what it, you got a 15? Okay. Uh, here on this continent, there is a... Um, as far as archaeologically and and beyond, um, there are a few points in in the broader portions of the continents that have um, strong 
magical uh, connections, right? One of them is if you go back to the uh, to the second map, it's actually in the bottom right hand corner of the of the third map. It's that little ring of mesas with like the the towers and and stuff in between between map two and three. When I made that that mega map, like you could kind of see it. That is a place that where where ley lines converge, uh, very very thickly, I should say. Um, there is a I'm gonna call it a web of of ley lines that don't all single point converge, but are but are kind of close to each other, and have some some individual like crisscrosses um, in the mountain range. Uh, it's sort of over and around the Black King's uh, domain, right? Um, none of them are... It's not a hub, right? But but there's some intersections there. Uh, you get the feeling that that might be why the teleportation magic that, that he utilizes functions well there. Also, uh, if you talk with Sirak, well, he has already told you that there's a planar portal that is open there. So, so that that could have uh, potential for that. Um, other ley lines that that you sort of know about are south of Dorian's Dawn. Not quite in that place you guys your very first adventure with the Tower of, of La Rochelle, but like a little further south of there. Um, and there are some more that are, that are kind of further north. You're not sure if it's the great game specifically that has kind of pushed them out, uh, away from the playing field or to the corners of it, but within the larger bulk of Eastern Lake Drocht, aren't a ton of them. Okay. Um, Draconopolis might be there, but you, they would be a different set and you don't, wouldn't have any information on it. But you, you, you are just guessing that there's some sort of important reason why that city was put where it was. And with no greater landmarks being obvious, no mountains, no rivers, no, you know, particular forest, uh, no oceans, you're kind of just taking a stab in the dark at that. Clever stitch. Um, the Tabaxi have a, a rich oral tradition. And so they don't um, have very specific, they don't have specific areas that they necessarily avoid, but they definitely uh, have myths about the um, about the dragon's history and myths that are they sort of break down into a few different time periods, right? There are the days of the dragon god um there are there are the days uh, of fire and wing where dragons had spread across all of the land, and then uh, there are there are the days of the fires in the west, and that is after the the game right has begun and they've been exiled to the west. Um, you now ha have a frame of reference for some of those myths you know what i mean um and treasure you were rolling history on the magical items themselves specifically right 
Okay. And what did you get? 17 total. 17 total. Okay. Um, dragon orbs are not something that, that you would know about, or they don't exist in any, uh, as anything more than like rumor or like, Hey man, wouldn't it be cool if, uh, in, in the East. So throughout Rotom down to Jalen or Sai, um, throughout that Southern continent, the dragons that are there are either extremely old and extremely powerful, or they're sort of scattered young upstarts. There is no um, unified dragon front. There is no bulk of them enough. Like, you, you get why this doesn't exist in Rotom, because even if you had it, and you tried to call dragons within 40 miles, you might get one. Right? You might run into a clutch and get, like, three within 40... Like, it, it's like, that's... This is odd. Right? Um, so so it makes makes very good sense why, why none of those are there. Um, you do have just sort of a vague uh, knowledge that um, holy draconic items... Uh, so magic, uh, like, uh, holy items, right, the, um, for spell casting, things like that, um, were on an uptick for your family's business, uh, coming out of Jalen in your youth. And that, that's about, that's about what you got. So as you guys think over those things. Um, actually, you know what, Sirach? Uh, your rangering has improved. Why don't you make me a survival check? Natural 20 for a 27. Okay. So, Rock, I can I will tell you the there is was is 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 a good word a a very powerful ley line that runs the length of the warden's wall. In fact, it's why the warden's wall follows the shape that it does. And it is because it intersects with another ley line that creates essentially the bottom of the board that that corner Mesa City area um, is strong in in magic because it's essentially the corner of the board and it gets like a like a spillover web right the magic required to maintain uh, the warden's wall between eastern and western Lake Drock is some is something that would require constant magical energy uh the the amount of which would be in, incalculable and so it is it has to exist and draw any energy from the natural magics of the world around it and of the other planes in order to um sustain itself and and in fact it does sort of 
pull, magnetize, like string press, um, any of the other ley lines that would have ex existed throughout the middle of that uh, that area out towards the edges to preserve that magic. Cool. So. You all have a mind palace moment. Each of you. And the, <laughs> and the professor... Except for I'm Alex looks. from Happy Endings and I come up with nothing. I'm like staring off into the distance and I'm like... I wonder how cheese sticks would be with brunch. I wonder if I can make it. Well, like, she got distracted by her own. Like, she's got no stories. The Worm King. I wonder what they had at their wedding. That's all I've got. Everyone else is thinking. Uh, I'm going to keep thinking. Like, <laughs> as it, so, um, Arcanus uh, is Metatus sort of looks over you all, and he kind of, <laughs> you, you all look like my students in the middle of taking a test. <laughs> Thank you for thinking I could be a student. <laughs> of course. Is there anything else I could um, help you with? Actually, there's something I think I'd like to do for you all, because you have been so gracious to help us, and it seems like your daughter's overworking herself. Is there any way I can order some breakfast for you all or lunch? <laughs> that is... Um... That is tremendously kind of you. You, your, uh, uh, yes, that would be wonderful. You get the feeling he doesn't want to ask her because he doesn't want to offend her, but he doesn't necessarily want to keep eating her cooking. <laughs> um, like she can cook a couple of things, but she's she's in the beginning stages of pandemic when she's trying to cook like banana bread, and it's and it's not working. And he's like, I've. I've eaten banana mush. It's just soup. Three days now. It's a banana it's just... soup. It hasn't <laughs> quite got the starter good for the sourdough loaf. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so exactly. Yep. Trish will probably like when we get back to the little empire, ask for them to send a nice meal to those two at least, and thanks for their time, and also to to help them feel a little bit better. <laughs> That's very kind of you. That is very, very kind of you. Um, well, I feel... I, I... It's fascinating what you learn. And I'd like to come talk to you about other cool magical things if we're in town for a while, if that's all right. Of course. Uh, my, my door is always open. Oh, great. Thank you. You guys enjoy uh, what there is of uh, of Suraz um, cooking, right? Um, she does the best. She does amazing toast, and and I don't mean that in like a um, derogatory way. I mean the uh, Kate and Leopold toast. It's perfect per toast. Perfect, yeah, perfectly <sighs> toasted butter cinnamon with with a uh with a jam she probably made on her own like a, a strawberry jam like it is well that's my uh, bedtime movie tonight now thank you Ugh. you're welcome um yeah like like that toast mm. is is there um toast that make you want to go back in time for somebody that's very good toast it's very good toast uh the like the breakfast meats the bacon the ham those are fine um the other things are a little overcooked the eggs are 
are a little overcooked. They're a little, they're a little firm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the the fruit's kind of cut up weird. It's it's all right. So, after your brunch, you guys make your way out back into the city. What's the next step in our journey, friends? I think. I think it's. Should we just go back to the forge and see if they can at least. We can at least leave it there and see if they can do some. stuff. I mean. Or if we could try to recreate the right pieces for something. Like. We don't have access to an Eldritch machine, but they might have something in the forge that we haven't ex- we haven't explored all of yet. I do want to point out, you guys asked specifically about the Dragon Orb. Yes. You didn't ask about Gyron or how the bells were made. Th- yeah. Those are, those are different paths. No, but he didn't specifically say from this, and you can put up a shield around your city with this Dragon Orb. So, like, we, like, we know it can't do that. Like, right. It so can't. I'm assuming he would have told us if it could. Um, as far as he knows, it can't. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I, I honestly, going off of that, Treasure would say, I kind of want to, like, sit down with one of those dwarven artificers or even um, that, that fire giant that we had a wonderful conversation with. He might know. He might be able potentially. to just make some bells <gasps> that resonate well, even- on the right frequencies with this. I don't have it out. I'm making it very clear that I'm just miming. I did not take it out of the bag just for this, but I didn't want Cody thinking that I was holding and playing with this thing, and unless it's about to treasure planet something on the wall, um, oh no, is it the treasure planet map? No, I want to touch Listen. it. I want to touch it so bad! It's fine. <laughs> Listen, we know that um, our, our friends... Mm-hmm. Are allergic to cinnamon rolls and treasures like a yes. miming mm. <laughs> as well. Mm. So, well, they they either come for cinnamon rolls. I wonder if they could be allergic to cinnamon rolls. But that seems like something we should ask a baker about. And this is a very failed attempt at be at like thief camp kind of nonsense. It is bad, <laughs> but. <Yeah. laughs> um, should we? Just, I, I like your idea of heading back because maybe we can ask one of them a little more information, anyways. And I think we've we've been here quite some time. And we're here long enough that we have friends, plural. Where was the last place that happened? The forge. Exactly. <laughs> we have two homes outside of the place we're all from. Outside of Dorian's Dawn, we have two homes here now, and the forge with our fire giant friends. And our dwarf, what, I, that one that we adopted with the arm, I consider him a friend, and I love him. Am I wrong? So, I'm sorry, Cody's looking at me like I'm incorrect, and I'm sorry. I'm not looking at you anyway. Oh, okay. You're fine. So, um, maybe we should do just a little more research on, uh, Gyron before we head out. Yeah. We'll probably head out tomorrow. Well, if we're going to be heading out tomorrow, I need to finish up a few things before we take off. Mm-hmm. Right. Need some help? Uh, most just seeing if some of these orders that I put on are ready or not. Okay. 
uh, I'll help you out with that because I got to put in an order to get them some lunch anyway. Um, if they are doing research things, Fable's just gonna, it still might not be a bad idea to try to talk to one of the criminals before we leave, to see if there was something, a heist he was planning next. Um, they may not know what he was planning on stealing, but one of his regulars may know where he was going next. Um, so I'd like to try to find out, or since he's gone, gone, we could raid his hideout after a couple of days and see if he wrote anything down. We are probably not that lucky, but just in fucking case. I We, we could also, the cover could be for people who weren't on that job. Well, the plan was to meet back here in three days. Did he not tell you that? That was in case something went wrong, and obviously something went wrong because he's gone. He vanished. Like, we can, it's very, with with a criminal mastermind who does not communicate with his entire team, you could lie about anything. And and they might not know, like, they, they have no way of checking that because he famously, A, turns on people, and B, doesn't tell them the whole plan. So we have a very good chance here before long to be like, the plan was to meet back in a few days. Three days later, or whatever. This is where we're at. So... I, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think while, A, if he was some, some some kind of simulacrum, it might take him a while to rally and get back here. But we should take advantage of that window before we leave town in case he wanted to steal something else that we, um, we know at least now one dragon's hoard is a house in town that's trapped in an eternal time loop. So um, we, we know there's some weird shit going on here. It's partially our fault, um, but... I would like to take advantage of the fact that he is currently missing to see if we can find out anything else about him and about what he was doing. Is that okay? Yes. Yeah, so just to clarify, we want to stay a couple more days. Yes. Yeah. Okay, please. Okay. Uh, are you guys going to visit Tui today? That feels like a smart... Yeah, please. Please and thank you. I don't want her thinking that we... Yeah. Yeah. Let's... Please. Okay. What time? Early evening, late evening, afternoon, immediately following brunch, dead of night. Evening, like Sneaking dinner time. In the dead of let's night. Let's do like a, amazing. Let's do right at about the same time that we went last time, where there was only the one dude in the bar who is mm-hmm. like always there. Sure. Smart. Yeah, rel- relatively early. Smart. Yeah. Um. You guys do make your way throughout the city. You follow the signs to the underground. You pass through the door, now familiar to you all. Is everyone going, or have Talroth and Treasure broken off from the group at this point? Uh, At this point, I probably would have broken off to finish up what I needed to. Okay. And I would have broken off as well to go ahead and order that lunch and then, of course, give him a helping hand, but also to see if we can find anything on Gyron. Okay. All right. I'll get with you in a minute, Treasure, to see where you're going to, to gather that information. You guys make your way into the underground. Tui is um, prepping her flesh golem for the day. Um, Phil, our, our drunk gnome, is is there. He's in the corner. Um, the place does look 
well maintained. It's definitely been through a um, been through a buff and polish uh, over the past few days. You guys haven't been here in two days, and so seeing you come into the area is definitely reassuring for her. And so as you make your way in, she'll sort of, oh, all right, <laughs> you guys are alive. That's good. Uh, you know, after the entirety of the library disappeared, it seemed pretty, um, well, a little more of a 50-50 shot, let's say, whether or not you made it out. But I'm, I'm glad to see you. I hope you have my money. We do. We do. Um, here you go, and you will have um, <clears throat> no need to worry about him not paying you anymore. Radovid was here. Fuck, fuck, shit, god damn it. That's a question well, mark. Oh, yeah. okay. So. Um, I sort of, um, oh. although I don't know if he's planning yeah. on coming back anytime soon. It's always soon. sort of places. <laughs> actually. Places. Is, that his, is that his norm? To be yeah. made of snow? Whenever he's heisting snow or ash or sometimes uh, so, feathers. Does he? All, yep. Out of curiosity. Yep. What all do you know about him now that we've finished this little job of his that you weren't quite letting us know before? Uh, make a persuasion check. I'll give you advantage because you successfully completed I don't know why I started fucking talking like cover stitches. Charismatic. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, either of you can do it. You're both there. Any yeah, I can. Can I? Charisma caster. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to say, because um, I was about to ask the same thing, honestly, was, well, um, honestly, uh, because especially since, uh, as you probably guessed, he did try to betray us, and we'd like to know if more trouble is coming our way, among other things. So I would like to make a persuasion roll. Go for it. Yes, that's slightly better. <clears throat> you did have advantage as well. Yeah, let's use that advantage. Yeah, let's use that advantage! 17! 17? <laughs> yes! Okay. She, um, Tui sort of looks over you guys. Yeah. All right. You've earned it, at the very least. Um, you pay her, and she's gonna get her, her halfling stool over, and she'll pour a couple of drinks, uh, for everybody, and, uh, and sort of settle into her stool. <clears throat> well, I don't know, let's see. What was it about? Eleven years ago, my um, brother got mixed up with Radovid, doing a job to the east of here. Something beyond the mountains got uh, tangled up with some sort of 
beholder. Radovid bailed on him. <clears throat> so, I've been following him, his career, for a decade. He knows me pretty well, and I do my best to avoid him, but we've, uh, we've tripped each other up more than once or twice. Unfortunately, unfortunately, my brother never uh, made it back. So, I put a lot of time and effort into making sure Radovid doesn't, uh, well, that he gets what he deserves. So. Well, what do I know about him? I know... I know he does jobs across the entirety of the continent. I know he's rarely in the same place. I don't know, he usually has one person that he divulges the entirety of the plan to. Somebody that can piece together the memories in case his simulacrums have to get remade or copies of copies um but about say about three years ago something happened they got weird the weirder they got more cautious red it was always a bit of a mastermind but there was a playfulness to it Jobs that were wealthy, more challenging. But... I don't know. Something happened. His targets changed. Targets that were... extremely dangerous, or... traditionally very low value. Not a lot of money. Either looking for information, or... random pieces of things. The payouts got better. The dangers got worse. Put a lot of criminals in the ground. Probably the best uh, anti-theft device in all of Lickdrot. It just gets his thieves killed most of the time. So... With a reputation like that, I'm surprised he was still able to find people who'd work with him at all. Do you think there's a chance... And I'm just spitballing here. He'd assume someone like that would look for someone who was desperate and willing to take anything for the price if... What we've seen with the gambling debts and the people who wanted something more and the people we took out of the running is any indication. Might he also just be afraid of something? And that's why he got... Bigger and more reckless. Maybe. But... Before the shift, Radovid would abandon a job. Mm. 
things went wrong, he would call it off. Hmm. There's something pushing him. There's some sort of need to succeed at these things. That's why we were able to implant you all. In the past, he would have rolled into town with his own team, collector from elsewhere. And if anything went wrong, he would have just left, rescheduled, come back, done it at a different time. He was a different kind of smart. But about three years ago, Like I said, the job's changed. Hmm. He would even pay out of pocket at times. To have... Normally, you do a job, you get a share. Those low-paying jobs, those jobs without a lot of money to be earned. No coin or magic, no power or prominence. He would pay out of pocket. So... Hmm. Maybe he's scared, but he's sticking around for some reason, at least on the continent. If he was really scared, he could have taken to the west, head to the Forbidden Kingdom, or east, especially after the uh, Republic arrived, disappeared mm -hmm. to that place. No, he's, he's here for something. I'm not sure what. Did he, um, what was he looking for? Well, that's just what we were wondering, honestly. It feels to us like what he was looking for there, what he was willing to risk so much and so many to find, may have been a piece of something bigger. We need to know what some of those other jobs were and what he was taking from them and if anyone knows where he was planning on hitting next. Uh, I don't want to say too much. You've... Listen, she'll just look very close. Yeah. I know what it's like to want the worst from someone who hurts someone who loves you, who you love. You've seen it a lot in stories and in real life. So you need to trust me when I say... It might not be safe to tell you what he was after, but that we're absolutely going to try to make sure he stops hurting as many people as we can. So, let's leave it at that. But we're going to need a lot more information. <laughs> I mean, I can give you a little information on some of his past jobs. I know... It's a good place to start. I know a little bit. Um, I would like to make an insight check on her, please. I, I believe yeah. her when she says that, but also she hid some stuff already, and in my brain, my brain goes, if this was a comic book, she would actually be him. Like, if this was a comic book, she would be his secretary, and she'd be working because the brother's alive or something, and I'm sorry if I just keep... But, like, that's how, like, Fable's brain is storyteller brain, and it goes, oh my god, what if it's a twist? Like, I'd like to make sure that she's telling us everything that she can, because she hid some stuff before. Same. Yeah, right? Okay, good. We are... Good for it. Good. Untrusting by design here. Ooh! 
I said not 15, plus what is my insight? Plus one, 16. <laughs> 17. Hey! <laughs> so we're right there. <laughs> um, she's a little difficult to read, but she seems to be forthcoming. All right. Um, she, she might be withholding details that are more embarrassing or um, mm. personal, mm -hmm. but yeah, you don't think she's telling you everything, but you don't think she's withholding anything or, or mm. um, obscuring her true, her, her particular like greater objective, her, her bigger motivation. You, you get the sense she genuinely has very little care for this guy. Mm. I I might be able to look into some past jobs. I know a couple of people that made it out, but I don't know a ton of them. As far as this job goes, I mean, the best person to ask would have been Emery, but I'm guessing he got well crushed when the building disappeared. We don't know, do we? In. Yeah, we do. We yeah, do we officially? Do. Yeah, that he got shunted out to the Astral Sea. That yeah. fuck shit. You're right. Listen, we'll go get him. <laughs> no, we won't. He's a criminal. God it's damn fine. It. Yeah, but he's a criminal who could help us right now. <laughs> well, um, I... If you if you want information on Radovid and his plans... Yep. That's Emery what I figured. The, Emery is the person you need. That's what I figured. Well, unless you um, know of a way to... <sighs> astrally travel i don't know if we'll be able to ask him anything well we might not be able to ask oh. him but maybe he has a ledger what are you are you asking tui that mm-hmm yeah okay mm-hmm she kind of looks at you a little sideways and she's like you you're in a city full of wizards i'm, I'm pretty sure you can pay one of them to just get us there on a the tether yeah yeah um I will happily I risk that I journey. I will take it. I have enough arcane dust in me, and I have access to other spells. I'll find a way back. I've got code. five of my six left. I'm. <laughs> I will do some weird shit. Um. Yeah. You, th so, uh, if anywhere, you could find. Um, sure. You could find. I pop in. I need your pin code. I need access to your stuff. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you're you're with these two, aren't you? If you were to travel to the astral sea, you could attune your cube to it and and return you guys home. Yeah, I could attune the cube, and yeah, I could attune the cube, and we'd have a way back home. Yeah. I forget. Can you overwrite past cube saves? No. Or is it just uh, once your a save? Once your a cube is six. Yeah, once you get six, it's filled up. Okay. And you have two. Yeah. Right now we have the material plane and we have the Feywild. Gotcha. Okay. And 60% of the elemental plane of air. Lit. <laughs> so we have three faces <laughs> still un uncalled for. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, the elemental plane of air, until it's 100%, if you want to put something else there, you can. It does. It's not locked in until you get the whole... Address. Yeah, but I'm being selfish. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Be selfish. I'm Fine, not. I'm it. not telling you not to. <laughs> oh, yeah. We would never tell shit. you that. Your 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 feathers have gotten us in and out of so many weird things. <laughs> um. 
so yeah, that is, I mean, Cardian is, well, pretty, pretty drenched in magic. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well then, um, I mean, I'm willing to take the risk, quite honestly, because I feel like, as eager as we are to move on to other things, there's some unfinished business with this man that might also help with those future other things. So, out of character, Kaylin doesn't want to walk away from book one. And then in book two, the time between, this man has come back and stolen the one thing we needed to protect us from him. <laughs> and the dragons all come back anyway. This is how multiple um, Dragon Age games happen. And while that's a lot of fun, people could die. <laughs> question for us as we walked over here. Did we discuss trying to see if she knew anything about Gyron? Like, do we trust that she might have some information that we would want in regards to figuring out our own stuff about setting up the bells a la Gyron's staff? And whatnot, or no? Because I'm okay asking her, especially if we fuck off. Like, what the fuck is gonna? I mean, bad things will happen, but like, what the fuck is gonna happen, right? I, I'm, I'm fine with that. Honestly, I feel like, um, at All this right. point, at this point, yeah, I. Right. We probably have cool. a limited time in this town left to get cool. all this shit done, and I trust her more now than I did before oh, we yeah. came in, even. And I didn't um, distrust her before. I just, yeah, no, absolutely. Personal trauma bonding, that makes me trust somebody. It's <laughs> not a healthy response, but there we go. But it's there anyway. Um, I have a question for you, and you may not know any of this information, or you may just have a lead um however have you heard of gyron the ancient dragon that helped create the bells that protect cardian as a whole gyron 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 um it sounds familiar. It's not... Um... Perhaps perhaps less him and more a magical staff that can somehow <sighs> attune to harmonic devices that, when they toll, protect the city from dragons. Don't say the word bell. Tell the whole story, but don't say it's on the word taboo list. Don't say it. <laughs> she, she sort of, oh, all right. Um, not really my wheelhouse, but uh, if you want to talk dragons, there is a dragonologist that I have, um, done a bit of business with mm. he works for the school um, but he does like getting certain uh, luxury items from Draconopolis smuggled in Fair. and so I can put you in contact with him 
if, if you would not mind. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's not a problem. Um, so if you want to talk dragons, that's who you should talk to. If you want to talk um, the enchantments of the city, as she sort of picks up what you're not saying <laughs> and, and doesn't and doesn't say it as well. There is. Well, I can point you to the people that are in charge of it. There was a person in here about, I don't know, maybe a year ago? No. Mm -hmm. 18 months. This person around about 18 months ago, and they were uh, poking about on there. Uh, got the feeling they wanted to put together some sort of theft of it. If that's more what you're thinking of, I can give you the direction to them. Although they are, I will say, a little indisposed um, at the moment. By all means, the more the merrier. Why not? All right. So, your enchantment stealing uh, uh, scoundrel is named Nusmas. Came on a boat from the west. He is currently uh, being held in Cardian's uh, prison. Is, uh, to the south, and she gives you the directions. Prison break time. We did a heist already. It is prison. <laughs> that is the new direction of the show, and I'm here for it. Honestly, <laughs> she gives you directions to it. Pretty magically inclined prison down to the southwest, underground, lined with lead mm. and feet of rock. Not a lot of scrying to it. Um. They don't keep a ton of prisoners. Most of the time you get polymorphed into, I don't know, some sort of karmic entity. And you live out the rest of your days as that. For some reason, Nos Mas and hmm. I think they maybe have three other criminals in that prison. They keep them alive. They don't polymorph them. They don't execute them. They don't change them for whatever reason. Not exactly sure. So. Interesting. Thanks for the sub. Hey, thank you for the Bumble sub. Bumblebums is the cutest name in the world. <laughs> That's all. Other than that, if you want to talk dragons. You want to speak with Aka Aksim. He is a uh, intellectual, 
a devout clerical knowledge, and you can find him in the. She points you to the religious district, um, and gives you directions to his to his temple. Mm. All right. Thank you so much, and he will. Um, he'll slide a few gold across the bar. Um, she's going to slide them back, back oh. to you. I'll tell you what. The next time Radovid crosses your path. Mm -hmm. And she, she reaches into her um, her apron and she she slides across what what kind of looks like a checkbook um why don't you go ahead and put one of these in it right. and when you when you fold it open or when you look inside there are three needle darts oh they're sort of like long crocheting or, or like knitting needles. Yeah. Extremely sharp, perfectly shaped, individual pieces of metal. Mithril. There's a faint magical glow about them, but any attempts to identify them yield no information. Interesting. Alright. Um, also, I, I apologize picking your brain so much. Um, have... Cadian is in closer proximity to Dragonopolis than we have ever been. Um, have you heard anything of somebody that goes by the name of the Prince of Fang and Claw? At least that wasn't an immediate. Oh yeah, he's that douchebag. This <laughs> get right, whole like, like at least it's not. Oh, you mean that guy who committed a bunch of genocides and that and you know? Also, I, also, that guy that regularly tries to raid the city. That guy. <laughs> you mean you mean these ashes? You mean this asshole? <laughs> yes. That there's a poster of him right there. That says, "Do not feed." Who are you? <laughs> um. Yeah. So she rolls in. She rolled a natural two. Fuck. Oh, um, <laughs> well, at least he's not so ubiquitous that like she would that everyone knows who yeah. he is without a role. So what she knows, mm -hmm. I don't actually know that much about him. I don't really know who it is. I know that anybody that's worked with Radovid in the past three years has said that he makes mention of them, but I haven't come up with a ton of details. So mm. hopefully. Your uh, Uxim will be able to help you. Possibly. Here's to hoping. All right. Well, have a good day. Have a nice night. And um, as you guys are making your way out, let's let's take a break. When we come back, we'll flip over to Talroth and Treasure. We're going to take a 10-minute uh, break. We should be back at 9.40. So we are going to see you guys in just a couple of minutes. Thanks for hanging out with us. But until then... Timing on back. the follow. <laughs>
everyone. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone, and with me tonight we have... Caitlin, playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer, slash another class for one level now. Hi, I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Knight Crafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. And I'm Matthew, and I'm playing Clever Stitch, the Arcane Archer Tabaxi. I'm Eric, and I was accidentally attempting to share my screen. My name is Eric, and I will be playing Sirak, the Aarakocra Horizon Walker Ranger. And I'm Moz, playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. All right. So, before we left, uh, Talroth and Treasure, you guys were breaking away from the group to do some separate uh, errands of your own. Um, Talroth, uh, why don't you tell us what you are up to? Well, this would have been something that probably he would have been going after for the past few days or so, ever since um, things happened. Mm-hmm. And having that conversation with Trinit, uh, he would have been just asking around, seeing if there was some kind of way to get like a memento mori kind of thing to kind of preserve a body in for later burial, memorial, resurrection, etc. So that way she's not having to literally drag a corpse around everywhere. Okay. Um, you're going to find a solution. What I'm going to ask is that you roll a percentile. Okay. Um, why don't we first do this? Uh, now let's just go to the percentile. Um, if you roll above a 75, however you want it to work, Pokeball style, cool. Um, if it is... It's a 49. Okay. Well, I, I was I didn't even get to finish telling you the options. 25 and below, I was going to have it be a, um, a weekend at Bernie's scenario. Where she got she she could pup like he was preserved, and she would puppet him, and he would move around. But we didn't have that, so it is going that to be Stardust. a Stardust. That's the fight and fight scene at the end of Stardust. Just kinda, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't, but if you if you haven't seen Weekend of Bernies, or the uh, infinitely better, worse, worse, better Weekend of Bernies two. <laughs> uh, I loved those movies. I've never seen either one, so oh, we should have a weekend, I, babe. I thought they were the funniest things ever. And the truth is, I'm afraid to go back and watch them again because I'm afraid that they won't be funny anymore. I've actually heard they hold up. Like, oh, not good. just from a nostalgia standpoint, but like, like, I've heard they hold up. And to be fair, most nostalgia films you've introduced me to have not had a negative... You've yeah. never sat then and been like, well, I regret making you watch well, this. Like, the rejects or true. whatever it was. What's the one? Yeah. The replacements? The Oh, the replacements. So yeah. good. Yeah, the the most two thousand sports movie yes. I've ever. I loved it. I love that one too. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, Cody, if we were going weekend at Bernie's, I don't know how good she is with the steel drum to get that beat going. Right, I know, I know. That's. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that is that that Muppet dance walk is uh, the height of of acting as far as I am concerned. And you know, not David Schwimmer uh, does a does a pretty good job in that one as a straight man. So on board. Uh, okay, 
but yes, you. So it's going to be a far more tasteful coffin, uh, permanently enchanted with tensor's floating disc, and a um, and a, a spare the dying enchantment. Um, so let's go ahead and call that. Why don't you roll me two uh, d six? Eight. So it is going to run you eight grand. Mm. I, I mean, for a magic item, it is a permanent. It has two pretty solid permanent spells on it. Yeah, like uh, tensors and... Wait, would it be spare the dying or gentle repose? Gentle repose. Okay. Gentle repose. And I'll, and I'll say it'll... It'll also count as any. Um, I'll also say it'll count as any material components required for future resurrection spells. Okay. A little added benefit in there. Right. So, oof. yeah, I'm gonna have to ask the group if they wouldn't mind if I pull some money out of the out of the group funds to get that taken care of. For 2000, you can have the weekend at Bernie's drum. It is so tempting. So fucking tempting. It is so very tempting, I but I don't want to traumatize this poor girl any more than she already has. Sure. I get it. I get it. I mean, if it were, it's like, no offense. If it was Olarun, oh yeah, steel drum. Sure. I am learning it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no. I mean, if, if she's going with you guys, if she's following you guys around, then, you know, uh, she she can cast Gentle Repose. And if it's just about moving the body, you know, you can... We can figure something else out if there's another spell available. But if, it, if you're trying to, like, send her away on her own or just help her life in general... Then, then that's that's what that is. Yeah, the goal that I have for it would be something where it's easier for her and less creepy to just carry the dead body around. Yeah. But the idea would be at least getting her back to House of Shields at some point sure. to kind of hang out there where she'd be safe. Yeah. And they could at least take care of things there just... Uh, I think, you know, also it being a form of, like, arcane lock, like, he's not going to fall out, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, he's safe. He's locked up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so for that peace of mind, I think it is a, a worthwhile investment. So, group, are you guys on board with him paying for this? Listen, at some point, I know I am selfishly going to ask for a large chunk of money for flying boots. So, yes. I've asked for no money from this, so fucking go. Do the thing. Um, and that's because it's Caitlin's go. comfort item. You, you <laughs> said that it was 8,000, right? Yes. Got it. Updated. Cool. Um, anything else, Tauroth? Uh, aside from that, that would have been the main thing. But, yeah, just kind of having a chat with Treasure as we're just kind of walking along. So, Goldie, how's the head? It, 
it could be worse and she just kind of like cutting at the scar yeah i i kind of know the feeling it, it itches it's like because I, I don't feel nothing back there but it just itches every now and then it's it's real weird how do you feel after well everything i mean it's got to feel weird even just buying that to be completely honest i mean i was half expecting to have to buy one anyway at some point for for the dumbass but You ever get that feeling where you know for sure you want something, you know how, or you know something's true, like, you know that dress you saw was red, but then you see it again and it's brown. Like, you know you saw it as one thing, but when you start remembering it, it's, it changed. So you, you can you can tell when it's both. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that that is referred to as prestidigitation, but go on. Well, I, I remember pretty much everything that happened, but then I'm also getting these other memories of just like, like uh, dates and times are just off by a little bit, by like a few days or a week or such, or stuff that I remember he was doing that he was training with when I was fucking off. But when I think back on it, I'm seeing it from his point of view where I'm the one doing the training. And that's been kind of throwing me for a bit of a loop lately. Okay, I can see we're considering everything that's happened. That's that's got to be headache inducing. Yeah, putting it mildly, just, I mean, some of it I've been able to soar through, but it's just, it's just odd i mean take the winds as they come you are now what two inches taller than he was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i mean it does have some perks at least oh which that reminds me there was one other stop i want one other store i wanted to stop by she looks and... around to see if there was a whiskey store on this block that she missed uh actually no no um <laughs> Not not a whiskey store, oddly enough. Uh, quick quick little weapon shop. Weapon shop, okay. Yeah. And yeah, so Cody just simple weapon shop. Okay. Not non magical weapons, just regular weapons. Sure, no problem. And I am looking for a whip. Yeah, you can find one. Done. All right. All right. Just. Add that real quick. Oh. All right. During yeah. this time, Treasure is going to find a nice like restaurant that we just pass and just order lunch for for um, Sarah and her father. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, while we're doing that, it's like. The whip probably took just like a couple minutes waiting for her to order the food. Mm -hmm. So I'll just kind of hold it up to her. It's like, so this is something that 
that's new for me. Now, you know I never really used one of these before. So you've never really had an interest in them, right? At least uh, as far as you remember. And she kind of pauses. It's weird because yes and no. I could have sworn you had one at Velxer's teeth. Did you? Well, that's the thing. I got some I got some memories that say I do, some memories that say I don't. But I just figured, let me, because I, I know this is something that Cass had trained with at least one of the times where they were trying to figure out what he was good at. Like, if he was going to be a blade master, if he was going to be like some kind of, I don't know, some kind of dancer or something. So, well, I guess this is one way for me to find out at least. And just kind of go to like an area off to the side where there's no one around and start cracking the whip a little bit, see how it flows. Sure, make an attack roll. Twenty-one. Seems to work pretty well. Uh, just do a few flourishes, just uh, like a triple crack, just to kind of see how it goes. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I mean, this ain't going to be something I'm going to fall back on. I mean, I still got the blades from Mill Rain. It's good to have backups. You never know when you're going to need them. Yeah. Yeah. Although, at least right now, I'm not even sure if I can bring myself to putting my hands on the double-bladed. I know it's a lot to take in. You know what? Let's, let's not think too much harder about this. We're going to give ourselves both headaches. Uh, let's go and find out what we can about the bells and about Gyron. Yeah, that's, that sounds good. Maybe doing a bit of research might help clear my head. Exactly. Okay. Uh, you guys are going to essentially be redirected uh, to the same experts, kind of talking about mm. the, the exact same pieces. Um, group, where would you guys like to like to go? You want to go talk dragons? You want? Oh, I didn't give you the name of. Did I give you the name of the person that knows and runs the the bells and the? Uh, I didn't. But that feels like something we'd all like to have. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Um. Yes, that is. Trinax. I'm sorry, was that Trinax or Prinax? With a T or a P? T. With a T. Thank you. Yep. Trinax Vale. 
is their name. Um, High Elf and uh, Leader of the Clerical Division. Here within the city. Uh, so you guys are in uh, an area of the city that you haven't spent a lot of time in in the past. This is the the religious, this is the divine magic district, right? There are temples here. Um, the temples that you see are not dedicated to specific deities. They seem to be dedicated more to philosophies or alignments. Um, you're not sure if that's because of the number of travelers that come through here or if it's just because uh, the city predates certain religions. It's a very old city. And the temples are among some of the oldest buildings in it. There are druidic groves that uh, populate the, the corners. And this is, I will say, the least metropolitan. The, the, this is like the nicest suburb area of, of the entire town right the trees are tall the shade is is deep the wind is always sort of blowing in in a gentle way even now on the the middle of or the first day of summer second day of summer um the heat is manageable and so who would you guys like to visit first My thoughts are that we, unless we go purely as um, sightseers, that we don't necessarily have a lot to talk to. Oh my god, I literally just wrote Trenax. Yeah, we don't literally have, or we don't necessarily have a lot to talk to Trenax about other than, can we see Pretty Bell? Um, so perhaps we go see one of the other two. Okay. Thoughts? Everyone seems to be in mild agreement with you. No, not mild. Genuine, like, not, like, not super enthused about anything because I get worried. But I'm good. I'm ready. Which, which one? We can go talk to the dragon, the dragonologist, or we can go see if they will let us see one of like five prisoners. I think the dragonologist feels like more fun because listen to that fucking title. How do I get that job? How do I become a dragonologist in real life? Caitlin's asking. Fable's not. (laughs) Hell yeah. And then afterwards, we get to break someone out of jail. Fuck yeah. This is the Caitlin centric arc, honestly. We did a heist. We're gonna do dragons. We're gonna do a jailbreak. I'm ready for all of it. All right. So, you guys uh, make your way to talk to Oxim. You are directed to a um, a lovely little temple that is 
um, sort of off to the corner, farther on the southern side of this city district. And you can see the grounds of the temple are very well uh, kept. There is sort of a, um, a large, almost planetarium style uh, dome to this to this temple and so as you go and make your way in you the doors are you can tell that they've been replaced they're far newer wooden doors than than this stone building um, which seems primarily carved out of like one large piece of granite or limestone or something along those lines very sturdy the temple door does uh swing open and there are a fair number of um mural like reliefs kind of carved into it and the, it is a large round building there are beams of light that are piercing through the roof it seems that the the it is actually a constellation um, tracker uh, up above head and there is a fountain in the middle of the temple uh, the gentle sort of bubbling of the water is echoing throughout the area and as you close the door you can see that there's maybe two or three figures in here. There is one that does um, sort of tilt its head uh, slightly towards the door. As it does, you can see this ruddy copper, this sort of brownish muzzle. And it, it peels back a white and gold trimmed robe from its... Um, from its head, long sort of dread-like tendrils sweeping down their back. Um, this is a dragonborn, a uh, bronze or copper dragonborn, and sort of turns and, and looks in your direction and gives a toothy draconic smile. Uh, come in. Friends, this is a temple that welcomes all, not just the Brothers of the Scale. Please, make yourselves. He looks around. There are no real benches here. Um, as comfortable as you can. The water is cool and fresh today, should you require a drink. If there are any questions that you have, please do not hesitate to ask. This is Mars thinking back to something because I can't remember the exact name because I don't have it written down. The lizard folk that we had fought way earlier on 
what group were they with? Because I remember it was something of the scale or scale something. Adamantine scale. Adamantine scale. Yeah, it was not the... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'd kind of like to, uh, to hear a story or two if you've got them. Uh, stories. Specifically about, we're double checking because I feel like I accidentally didn't ask the right thing earlier. Um, because he was like, you didn't ask about the bells. I was like, no, I didn't, but like, I want to make sure. What am I asking him about? We're, we're trying to find out from this dude specifically, we're trying to find out one, the Prince of Fang and Claw. Yes. And then two, about Gyron the dragon. Good. And, yeah. and like what, where we can, like what information we yeah. can basically get that can kickstart us into locating whatever it is. That Just we need. wanted to make sure because yeah. I, I was, I was concerned about missing something. So yes, thank you. Oh, um, that's it. Uh, I, uh, well, I collect stories. Uh, Sarkis folk and everything. Um, just comes with the package. Uh, and I'm actually learning and she picks up a brand new gifted by Saride. I believe she plays a sitar. Um, I've been learning some new skills, and they come a lot with storytelling. And uh, I've heard some things since we came to town about. Well, there were a couple actually. There was, there was one about a prince of scales, and I and I think fangs. And there was another one about. As you stutter that out, the other two fuck raise their heads, and and look. In their head sort of snap in your direction and he sees it and he they all three almost in unison spit uh, not a good man then to, to spit in a temple I know I, I travel a lot and that's like the worst thing you can do blasphemous name I will into our holy land I did not mean to and now I know my type be so bold as to ask without using a name, of course, and I'll never say it again. What he did, did or does that's so terrible. Why? That is a discussion for less proper holes. Come. I'll speak with you outside. We can't talk about him in the temple. Oh my god! Sorry, I love this. Yeah. Uh, th- 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 before we, before we, there is a second one that you might be able to discuss in the hallowed halls. Someone named Gyron. Unless those two stories go together. And as as you speak, uh, speak Gyron's name. He will. Um, his draconic claw sort of places over his yeah. his hand in a um, between his eyes and you watch his eyes close and he he raises it uh, in a very ritualistic way mm-hmm. much better reaction than the spitting I'm guessing yes 
Yes. It, 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 you would assume it is the uh, draconic version of, of crossing yeah, itself. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it seemed like. Yeah. Sainted scale. Blessed water of the small. Yes, we know of Gyron. Come, come. We do not speak him uh, such a common name. We praise our forefathers in their true tongue. But we will address first your distasteful question. Come. She says thank you in Draconic as they follow, because she's learned it now. And he sort of tilts his head at it, but doesn't doesn't say anything. That's fine. She's trying to. She feels guilty about the thing and clutching this brand new sitar closer. I sitar uh closer. It's hard. To, it's not a harp. Uh, there's shape to it. Um, she will just follow. But <laughs> treasure gives her a double thumbs up at the thank you, like she pronounced it super well. <laughs> Good job, kitten. <laughs> um, there is a um, little outdoor garden Aww. for walking, for contemplation. Um, If you have a keen eye, you can tell that there are some urns put within stone structures that are very unobtrusive. They look very natural. You can only really, you you probably walk over them, honestly. They're little hills and things. And he does as well. There's no effort there. They're just sort of hidden and around. So, Prince. And he spits again. If there is another name you'd prefer to use, we don't have to call him that. You can call him Bob. There is no name I would sully with such a creature. I apologize to all the Bobs in the audience for picking that one. They are he is a false prophet. A agitator. A upstart. One who has preyed upon the deepest fears of the dragon kind. Those who speak against him do so carefully. I was not terribly inclined for such politics. So I spend my days here rather than my home. Here's hateful 
least. All of their worst nature. Dragons are. And dragon kin are social creatures, whether they admit it or not. Together with their own kind, they are uh, intelligent, philosophical. They are dangerous to the small folk, but they are brilliant and more importantly, futurists. On their own, dragons are conniving, fearful. They are cowardly, emotional creatures. It is what has brought much of the dragon's bad reputation upon them. Those of metallic scale resist such a nature easier than those of chromatic. They say it is the curse of the queen. But who is this prince, you ask? spits again. To know this, you would have to know of our history. When dragons were young, when we ruled on this world, When the creatures from between would threaten our lands, we'd rally. And dangers from beyond peered at our lands. We seared them. There was one dragon god. The Worm King. First, each lineage, a fallen scale that cropped up out of land and sea. When the behemoth, the monstrosity without shape, lashed at him, the Worm King prevailed, trained his young. be like him, mighty, powerful. His claw severed from his body, crashed to the earth. The greatest piece of him formed his queen, a five-headed chromatic dragoness to serve his every whim. She we call the Dragon Queen. One other 
progenitor fell from that wound. It was the horn struck from his head. Pure metal. Not any singular ore, but the true essence of metal itself. Him we have named the Dragon Knight. These served the Worm King. These managed his children. In time, those lineages filtered down. What was one many dragon? What was one dragon of each color became many. Those initial children of his attempted a rebellion against the Worm King, attempted to usurp him, to reclaim their place among the heavens, they said. The Worm King, with his queen and his knight, set them down and hid them away from the rest of the world, where they could not in danger, dragonkind, scattered them across the globe. The Worm King ventured forth beyond the lands of Lickdracht, visited his children upon each land, brought them blessings, knowledge, brought them the word of the king. The Worm King never returned. He was felled somewhere along the way. His queen, ever dedicated to him, remained still at his side. And the Dragon Knight We await the Dragonite's return. The true prophet of Dragonkind. The true prophet to lead us. To teach us the final words of the king to return our god to the heavens. Now. However. Now there is this. Liar. This traitor tells the people there is no Worm King. There is no prophet coming to help them. That only salvation comes from him. That their trust in the small folk, the creation of dragon kin, dragonborn, has diluted their Providence, their holy power. Dragonopolis was once center of brilliance, a shining city upon a hill to lead 
their wisdom rejected, they turned bitter. The Elder Dragons. New generations convinced that little people are coming to kill them, to steal their hordes, to take their treasures and their children, to drink of their blood for the magic. These Killers, thieves, spiritual rapists, await just outside the doors of Draconopolis according to this liar. He spits again, stones sizzling in acid. Fable will spit also. As she, as she attempts to show deference to the traditions here when in Rome. I should have said fire, not acid. I don't believe they're copper or bronze. It's fire. Fire or lightning. I don't know. It's one of those. That's ah. okay. Still, she's going to rage yes. spit. Thank you. And Thank it will be, f- and, and if she can make it fiery, she will. Sure. Great. Fire. Done. Such short-sighted nature has diminished the dragon's ability to reason, to lead, has made them fearful. Dragon kin and dragonborn now are seen as servants, fodder, slaves. Not by all, but by enough with power that they cannot uh, hope to rise above their station. It is a system of oppression, one that benefits those who more and more are devout to this Prince of Fang and Claw. He is supposedly the last descendant of the dragon. The Worm King's final scion, who has banished all those that came before. But now, his lie cracks. But we have heard the rumors from the east. There is a dragon god that sits atop a religion of mortal men. This cannot stand for the prince to hold his power. Oh no! So, dragons are divided. What did we do? There is no telling what they will do next. If the prince and his political agents are to be believed, then the small folk must be blighted they are thieves, murderers, magical rapists. They are at once a pitiful and yet fearful foe. It is rhetoric 
pulls at the strings in one's stomach and not at the brilliance of one's mind. So either dragon turns against dragon, which has not happened in many years, many dragon years, or the scales stand together, in which case I see no way for us smaller folk, born of scale or flesh or fur, to survive. When last this happened, Gairon, Raoul, they called him traitor. Called him traitor in the days after the Warp King's departure. Gairon was... among the first to follow the Dragon Knight's lead. He loved all creatures. He enjoyed walking on two legs rather than four. The magics that elves, dwarves, and other small creatures made were Marvelous to him. Creative. The world seemed from a different angle. Gairon was left as the first and last ruler of Dragonopolis. When the council Paid for war, for blood. He refused them. When the attempts on his life failed, chided them. Soon, even his mighty magics could not protect him. Though he took his staff, came here, Caerdion, place between life and death, where magic sits on an edge, his staff shattered into seven pieces, one left behind to ring the bells.
cities are the myths of Chiron. That is the truth of the cult. Fang. Claw. They are vile creatures. They are dragons. We would love them, hold them true, guide them back to reason, but they refuse to see it. The world beyond their eyes is different, twisted, warped, bent. The magics of this cult. As the items. As though something gripped their mind. Are we so sure something doesn't? Listen. Uh, it would be a comfort if it did. To believe that. But, uh. But un unfortunately, I see no evidence of it. Dragons are capable of great also terrible things. To believe that it was anything more than our <coughs> worst nature is to give us more credit than we are due. Hmm. He coughs again. A little puff of smoke out the side of his mouth. Cinderlong. <clears throat> Pardon me. <sighs> Thank you for telling us. Um. Yes. It is it is a matter that upsets me greatly. Well, I'm, I wish it did not. I'm about to upset you just a bit more, I'm afraid. I would like to also point out, at least we know now why she had no fucking idea who he was, but clearly bad for the dragons. We maybe don't want humans to know who this person is because that means we failed. Ugh. Um. <sighs> Sir, you say it's the, the, the legends of Gyron, but the truth of... And she just spits. Um... <laughs> Uh, what if there is more truth to the pieces of his stuff, and what if he who shouldn't speak his name has been finding them? Gyron's staff was cut from the claw of the Dragon Knight himself, as legend would speak. Gyron, for only the noblest of dragons could broken apart, it still holds the legendary wheel <coughs> of the Dragon Knight. Are you... There are things supporting this 
Prince. Matthew, are you doing the arms of the faded math? Because I'm doing the arms of the faded math. No, I'm thinking about the fact that we got a dragon tooth. That too. But I'm doing math on, oh my God, wait, how many or how, what? Fuck. Shit. 13 arms of the faded. Okay, thank you. There are, so There are 13. Separate number, different number. I can breathe. Thank you. Yep. All right. Um, there are many dragons. Artifacts. There is no nobility in this usurper that would allow him the power to wield that staff. But. But you don't have to for a cult. That's the thing. He no. doesn't actually have to wield it. If he just shows up holding it, it will cement their belief in him. Then he could wield Gyron's staff. They would have the ear of the dragon kind. The word of truth would fall upon them at the very least. The metallics of the dragon knight. As someone who's a big fan of the small folk and who's not quite a big fan of people deciding the fate of entire races by themselves, I um, find myself much inclined to deal with this usurper, or at least to help. Because quite honestly, any world in which an entire race is split down the middle on something so key as to whether or not people should exist. Um, it's not a battle I'm involved. I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to uh, want to happen. Well, Do I you... wish you best of luck with this. Sir, I need to. I, I need to know if you know where any more pieces of the staff are said to have been, because. If I'm right, he's gathering a lot of dragon artifacts right now and trying to do something troublesome with them and I'd like to beat him to some of them or at least see which ones he's already possibly gotten. Things that go with legends to their graves do not always stay buried as we've learned, unfortunately. And, um... I'd rather play it a little bit safe. <laughs> there are Legends. Pieces of the rod. The staff. I could look through the texts, see if there is something. But there is no true telling. Sir, everything we've been dealing with since we got here has been legend and myth and rumour. It hasn't stopped us so far. As a matter of fact, it's been bloody interesting. That is the land of Lickdrapt. I'm learning that. Myth, legend, and more and more of fate. Only we were not. There is one piece rumour that sits here. 
the city would be defenseless. He truly cared Diane would die first. Which piece is that, then? I cannot tell you. To tell you would be to betray people that have taken me in. What if I guessed it, and you just nodded? He doesn't respond. What if, by not telling us, you risk the city dying anyway? Because we're not around to help you protect whatever it is. That feels like a worse betrayal, honestly. I'll in no way aid you in removing what protects this city. I'm not trying to remove what protects the city. I'm trying to make sure we no one accidentally does. Some have tried. It's not in the library, is it? No. Then the library is the first place they would look. Then I'm fine. <laughs> uh, then I'm not concerned. We'd heard some things about some dirty dealings going on in the library, and I just wanted to make sure. I said dirty dealings, Matthew! I'm 94 years old, okay? <laughs> um... I just wanted to make sure we didn't... I, he wasn't like, well, there's this one orb that if you walk out, the whole city fucking falls apart. And we're just like, we're going to take this to the forge. Pfft. Fuck. Like, that's what I don't want to happen. <sighs> um, But as long as it's not something there. Question for the dungeon master. Sure. There's no chance that when we went into the library and took advantage of their portal magic, he was actually grabbing shit from somewhere else in the city, right? While we were there, he didn't, like, open up wormholes, like, I'm gonna reach into the archives, I'm gonna reach into the bank, I'm gonna reach into this is the... So so what we pulled was in the library. Yes. <laughs> Good, thank God! I was like, I don't want to walk away from that and be like, we're fine! No. <laughs> we were dealing with weird planetary whatever magic and I didn't think about it so I'm overthinking all of it because I like these people and I don't want to be the reason they die Ugh! okay okay so then um if we wanted perhaps to protect more places that might be of service in um making sure this I don't want to say gentleman but fiend uh sorry treasure um, has uh, no place and no way to attack those places that he might find interest in. For instance, a place where weapons can be forged and remade, shattered weapons perhaps. If we wanted to protect places like that on the off chance that he was in fact gathering all these magical elements or possibly trying to start an army or call everyone to him with an orb of some kind, would we perhaps be able to ask you for ways to do that. Because I'm not at all interested in making sure, in making any of his plans easier. Because if it comes to a fight between the dragons who believe in the pure of blood and all the rest of us, I'm going to pick all the rest of us. You think you are too? I understand your desire. 
to protect a place. The trouble is... By... Walling off one area, we merely funnel the rage elsewhere. Well, I do understand that, but I think walling off the right places is going to make the rage a lot less potent. If this man finds a way somehow to reforge anything from those pieces or make them into something he can actually wield, I think you know just listening to you talk about them, that that would be the end for a lot. Another piece of the staff could protect an area about the size of a city. If you can find one. Well then. But there are... (sighs) other entities which have proven You're talking about the great game, ain't you? He looks at you. I know of no game that is worth mentioning the same breath as this. But I know dragons cannot pass there. Something keeps them at bay. Yeah, I don't think they even would necessarily understand why. Not everyone's aware of this. The older ones might. Yeah, but, but he's he's also dragonborn. Like he was not a pure dragon. Like like he's not a pure blooded dragon. So uh, the history may not have gone with him. There is also this new dragon god. Perhaps that could qualify even more. So you're saying if we build a temple to the new dragon god at the forge, we're gonna be fine. Can we build one here? Double protection doesn't seem like a bad idea. Can we build one everywhere? Can we all just convert? He looks at the temple. Can it share? Can it be an annex? The faith of this new dragon god would be required. That's fair. We could convert dragons. Show them that they have had their reawakening. Undermine this usurper, this false prophet. But the oldest of them, the oldest of them will not accept some new dragon god. They await the return of the Worm King. Yes, sometimes the older generation are... to us. Sometimes the older generation really are slow on change, aren't they? DM question. Does Treasure know anything about the Dragon God back to the East? I was gonna ask. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, you you know the, Digor. The I guy we made at the end of our last campaign. Yeah. What the <laughs> no fuck Dylion. did we do? Yeah, you would have passed through Rotom on your way here, and he sits at the head of the Pantheon. So Dileon. Yeah, you you would have you would have probably seen, you know, uh, statues treasure. to him, temples to him, things like that. A treasure would actually um, back where I'm from. We we know a bit about him. I can actually share a little bit since you've shared so much information with us. Yes. Tell me. Tell me of this dragon god. Uh, well, he goes by Dileon. Dileon. And he's, he sits at the head of the Pantheon in Rotom, which I traveled through before making it out here. So he's not just a god, he's like the top god. Yeah. Uh, There's there's a lot of myths about how he got there. Um, That there was conjunction, he was helped by small folk and working together, he became who he is. I just, Eric, Eric being at this table specifically tonight, given his part in everything that happened there as his dragonborn barbarian lordling, I am so, I am emotional. And I just, I want him to just suddenly be, I, I, I want him to just show up. Switch characters right now, it was, it was you all along. Sirak was just a disguise. It just, Unfortunately, Rothgar Rock- is no more, I know. and he has been reincarnated as a small halfling child. Oh my god, yes, I forgot. <laughs> Everything in my heart, that's all. <laughs> but Treasure does uh, lean in, just especially she knows Fa- uh, Fable would love this story. They have a really cool story, especially if you start going to Rotom proper, where supposedly during the winter festivals, he comes and delivers gifts to the good children. Discreet Digors! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yes. I like this. Digor. Dragon. The conquers small folks pantheons. Dileon. I like this. And gifts things, apparently. So he is a nice. generous god. The deliveries of Dileon. Conquers small folks Um, (laughs) She asks Telroth For some of his paper and ink And she's going to basically scribble down What she can remember And probably do a a religion check (laughs) Thank you She's probably going to do a crappy ass drawing But she's going to try her best Yeah, cool Can I try to assist her with that? Or Sure Oh no, you can't. You are you would not know Rotom history. That's right. The only person Sorry. here that might is Fable, and I don't think it's enough for her to give her advantage. Yeah, exactly. I would I would know the rumors and story versions, probably not enough to actually help with anything. Yeah. What'd you get, Treasure? I got a seventeen. Yeah, you do pretty good. You do pretty good. Professor Treasure, man. <laughs> You miss some of the nuances. You get a couple of dates wrong, but you get the ballpark of, of all of it, right? Yeah. And, and anything sh- you, you don't know explicitly, he just fills in with dragon propaganda. She hands it over to him and, you know, 
describes I, I think the legend says he was a silver he was most certainly a metallic mm. i i think the legends say that he traveled with it was a very large pirate i really like her uh there was another smaller pirate peacock i'm not 100 percent sure on that one loved by pirates yes loved He's by pirates <laughs> And there was a there was a couple of men na- made of metal that liked him a lot too. Yes. God of metal. Yes. <laughs> and and there were some elves. <laughs> like she's going through the notes. It's it's a lot. Most of what Treasure would know would actually have to deal with Maddie because that's one of the people she lived up to in history. Oh. I will say um e- e- uh the Rotom religion is is odd to him <laughs> in that it is polytheistic. Um, his experience with religions are, are fairly monotheistic or or a triad, perhaps uh, the, the a, a trinity. But so like anytime something that would probably be another Rotom God's domain, he's like, yes, got it. <laughs> She's yeah, you know, she's like, trying her best she's yeah. like not super religious but she's like look it's kind of like a parliament he's just right here <laughs> so um out of game out of character you guys have some options um immediate survival of of the black king you guys could um he's i mean black king's got some power right you know it i will go ahead and um tell you guys from everything that you have gathered so far the reason you get you now understand the reason it has taken so long for the dragons to counterattack right um because it it it's much more about their own pol- internal political arguments right um so as long as you continue to support the black king it is going to he will they'll be relatively safe right some of the ways you can do that are undermining the, the prince's political power, right? Um, maybe getting aid from the avatars of the great game. If the black king will allow you to spread them across his land, like it's it's kind of a... He's caught between a, a dragon and a great game, as it were. Um, artifact hunting, always fun. Not just the rod, uh, but also, um, you could look up other dragon artifacts. I, I got like a list of them. If you guys want to do that, we can do that. You could do something with the orb to, um, that if they tried to attack, you could order them. You could basically draw them away with the orb and, um, somebody would, it'd be like a sacrifice play for that person. But... It would allow everybody else. You could lure them into a trap with it, essentially. You know, for 40 miles. That's an entire, like, draconic army. You know, yeah. Um, 
so the orb does have does have good use, right? And I'll say the orb can also lead you to other pieces of of the orb, if you'd like. Um, other things that you can do, uh, I don't know if any of you have had remembered or picked up on. Um, I'm going to share the. Yes, Tristan, we made a dragon god. That was our finale yeah. of the last show. Well, the last nope. couple of episodes there, we replaced an entire broken god and merged him with a dragon um, because Haleon had become uh, corrupt with the lunacy. Mm -hmm. I remember this shit because it was such goddamn yeah. good lore. Been corrupt <laughs> with the lunacy. Eric, would you like to tell him what you did with the lunacy? Because I, instead of the lunarchy, it had been corrupted into the lunacy, but my god, I was so proud of you as a person. So so basically, we were given this stone, and we were told that this stone was going to be able to trap the lunacy, and um, through fighting, we found out that every time we hit him, he hit us back double. Uh, he ended up killing uh, Rothgar, my character, pretty quickly. Um, but then as Rothgar came back and he was holding onto the stone, he handed him the stone and finally showed, I don't know, I guess a gesture of kindness and a gesture of goodness and a, he was confused a moment by of... The gift. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of fell into the stone and it uh, it kind of ended the whole thing. He just like peacefully walked away with it, but then we're left with this god that had the broken pieces and we had this, um... We had this dragon who'd forgotten he was a dragon for a very long time. Um, he was our fucking favorite NPC. He was that NPC. Daigor was that NPC that... Oh, you're thinking Gooder. No, Gooder we loved, but we also loved Daigor when we started to get to know him. Oh, you, you guys yeah. absolutely we wanted to No, no. Daigor. Oh, no. Gooder from Daigor day one. knew who he was. Da oh, you're right. Sorry. Yes. Was the Sorry. One I forgot that Daigor remembered who he was. Gooder forgot he yeah. was a dragon. But Daigor was... Um, Daigor was... Um, yeah, became, so, so we were able to merge this this broken god with this dragon who was willing to ascend, essentially, and become a dragon god. They didn't have one. That was not a thing in our land. Um, so it was new, and it was, it, was, it was fascinating, and it was just a way to for both sides any, to be okay. Anybody remember why there wasn't a dragon god? He was... Oh my god! Did he die? Is it this one? No, weren't the all the primal gods outlawed Fuck. and the dragons were primal gods? Uh, if, if you remember the phrase, it'll answer it for oh, you. Oh my god, it was, um... Oh shit, hold on. Hang on! I'm... Where, where did that stupid thing go? If The phrase, the phrase, the phrase, hold on. God damn it. Albrecht. Albrecht's... Fuck. Are you talking about his the entire title? No, that but, you're thinking Don Dorian. However, yeah, I'm thinking um, Don Dorian. I do have the here. I have in the quotes and clips section. It was um, it was here and lies the finale of last night's epic conclusion of the Don Dorian arc. Um, and uh, and uh, what a story two years in the making. What happens here will determine the entire world for our next campaign and onward. So if you missed it, here's your chance. I've cut it down to the last twenty minutes. So do yourselves a favor and tune in, if only for Cody's improvised fucking speech. Um, I will, I'm going to tag, uh, Tristan in that because you want to, um, you're going to so, want to see it. Albrecht, um, when he founded Rotom, captured or killed all of the wild gods. 
uh, no, tamed. Tamed or killed all of the wild gods. Oh, shit. Uh, except for one. Oh, yep. And there it is. And if you go back to the original I map, always wanted to go there. Oh, my God. What? I wanted to, to go there since the home map, game. Yes, uh, you have. Of our home game in the Arcadian Straits. <sighs> oh, my God. The Oh, my God. In the upper the right. The Worm King's corner. prison! The Worm King's prison! There is the Worm King's prison. God damn it! Cody fucking I stone! I wanted to go there. Hey, I've been <laughs> telling you to write a book set in this world for a very long time. Because look at this goddamn in-depth lore! I'm angry! Hey, you guys had actually asked about yes. the Worm King's prison at different points. Yeah. Um, and that is, that is where the Dragon Queen... Uh, sits in service to him. That's what, okay. Oh, That's cute. where Tiamat fucking is. Well. Well, maybe if we go let her know that we're friend and we let her know we're trying to stop this jackass, spits in Draconic, from trying to usurp. If she serves him, she will not. We're gonna go to Rotom and we're gonna go to the Worm King's prison, y'all. And we're gonna talk to Tiamat I want to let her know, and she's going to arrive with the staff. That's the new plan. That's the new plan. All in favor, stay silent. Are, Great. Oh, fuck. <laughs> there were three. He he did swallow three of the pieces. Yeah. So. No, Guy, Glenn, Glenn, um, Guyron. Guyron swallowed three of the pieces. No, nope, you're right. There is a lot of lore. So we it's <laughs> yeah, a lot you of can dragon. also find the Dragon Knight, Bahamut, somewhere. Yep, I am sure. I am sure we can. He's around doing stuff. He's around just doing Dragon Knight shit. <laughs> That's, Dragon why, Knight shit. That's why I was asking about the adamantine skill that we came across yes. all that time ago. Yep. I was wondering, actually, so that was actually going to be a next question in character, but then we everything got late. We kept going, is if they were actually not as bad as we, like, if they were maybe a little misguided and attacky, but they were doing it for the right reasons, maybe we could reason with the adamantine scale and the knight. You guys do know, uh, so the adamantine scale... Mm-hmm. Uh, is a uh, is its own plot, but it, it does tie in slightly. It um, your old professor fuck um, want it wants to essentially create a dra a dragon avatar called the adamantine scale replaces the the judge mm -hmm. in the great game. Got it. And if you, yes. if the, if you were able to do that, then the dragon, the warden's wall wouldn't matter, and the dragons could come in. And Diagor, Di, Dileon, Dileon is the first um, hole in that anti-dragon rhetoric uh, wall. <laughs> right. The fact that the the Republic of the Black Gem was able to bring in their dragon deity is what is allowing suddenly this potential breaching. Um, because the avatars are not are not all powerful. Um, they can be undermined because usually they get they when they're defeated they they uh, Doctor Who regenerate into yeah. something else, right? Um, so if the warden's wall falls and it stops to be the warden, they'll become something else in theory, unless you can find a way to end the great game. Um, I do want you guys to know something. 
this is to all players and all people that, that may ever wander through the lands of Rotom or Lickdrop or any of these things. I don't expect you to solve or sort out all of this. But... But I... I you can absolutely... If you can do it, do it. I'm not going to stop you. Um, but it's important for me that what makes it a living world or what gives it verisimilitude of, of being active is that these different places you go, they have their own problems. And sometimes their problems are crashing into each other. But the politics of, of Dragonopolis is is its own thing. You know what I mean? Even if the great game ended tomorrow, they would still have their their nonsense going on. And I'm trying to make sure that even if you don't get to something... It's, it's um, in place for the next campaign. Yeah, it's in place for the next campaign, and it and it's it it's gonna continue to evolve. So, I like important. it. Do you guys have any? I was wondering if I would have to show you the map for the Worm King's prison. I'm angry. I'm real angry. It's like when I didn't realize when we all learned what the what Willen was, like how it, the city got its name. Do you remember oh, that? No. Will and so and like it was like yeah. it was like a. That, yeah, the, the town sign had gotten, like, damaged and, and whatever, and, and so people just started calling it what was left word-wise, but it was not. Yeah, it was Will and, uh, I forgot her name. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and I mean, you also have to realize this is the group who listened to you for about three to four weeks say the awful repeatedly yes. and didn't notice it. So, I mean. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right. Well. I had a good time. I hope Me you guys too. did as well. We have hit the end of our night. Uh, a lot of big decisions with what the game is going to be moving forward. If you guys want to give the team your feedback, tell us what you think is interesting. Uh, they may not do it. They ha they are under no compulsion to do so. But it would be interesting to get that feedback. Check us out on our Discord. Uh, links are happening elsewhere. we got a whole section for disasters. we got a raid go ready check to go. Out that original map. Raid's coming out. We'll see you guys next time. But until then... 